Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Changing Levels. I'm your host, Austin Early. So good to hear from you again. Uh, it's been two weeks. We're back with episode 30. Um, I have a special guest this week. It's Blaine Henry of the Fight Library. Um, some of you that have been listening to the show um, might have remember that he was on one of my early episodes. I can't exactly remember which episode that was, but it doesn't really matter because he's back for episode 30. And we're going to talk some wrestling. So what's up, Blaine? What is up? Um, the leader of the Bajrang Boys here right now. That's and right. I do want to make the announcement that Dr. Rhino is not unhappy with the BBWC. He is very happy with his position within the wrestling community and the wrestling <laughs> club. And any reports you hear otherwise is false. Go Tampa Bay. Right. He's just mad. He's just mad at me and Sam. So... <laughs> He's just doing Sammy's mad at. That's why he's leaving. Yeah, he's mad because we keep trolling him about the Patriots. Oh, poor, poor he's, Rhino. He's mad, so it's okay. I, I love the man, and I, uh, you know, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna pull any punches, man. I'm a Colts fan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave, uh, I'm gonna leave him hurting there for a minute. So I'm down here um, in New Orleans, I don't really care about him. Yeah. <laughs> Well, his whole argument is he has the goat coach and the goat. He had the goat quarterback. Had I don't believe I don't believe in any of those things. But <laughs> and I had numbers to back it up. He got mad, so I'm just gonna let it let it go. But um, Blaine, it's so good to hear you hear your voice. See you. You've been super busy lately. You know, you got a kid on the way. You are in school you're you know starting a new job you've got the fight library going down you've got you're just a busy man right now you're a hot commodity in the dad world are you excited to be a dad i'm excited to be a dad for a second time i have a stepson who i call my son because that's what i'm supposed to do but having a newborn is something i haven't done yet so i'm excited to take on this challenge and he'll be blasting double legs by the time he's four months old i'll put your money on it Hell yeah, brother. You know, I thought really hard about letting my daughter wrestle this weekend at our freestyle state. Yeah. But there's nobody in her weight class, so. No, she would have so won. Kinda, she would have well, won. She would have won, yeah, but I would rather wrestle for it, you know. Yeah, yeah. She would have won. Does she wrestle a lot right now? Um, She hasn't really been going to practice this year. She, she's she got, right. you know, some asthma issues and stuff, so we we decided to hold her off because of COVID. We were still unsure this winter things kind of the way things were going and we weren't even sure the elementary team would be going on so we kind of mm -hmm. we kind of just like said screw it and and she heard you know that some other kids were wrestling so she she obviously wants to wrestle she she's very into it she she likes wrestling around with me so um she's got a good got a good single leg right now so she uh <laughs> she's very about it very strong so as a as a dad, how hard is that to sit there and let the coach coach while you're in, in front of the uh, the crowd and stuff? Because I know you do your coaching behind the scenes and stuff, but, like, I, I have a hard time. Anthony, my, my, my nine-year-old, doesn't wrestle, but he plays basketball, and I have a hard time telling him or not telling him what to do during the games because the coaches okay. are there to do their job. Um, but he needs to shoot the damn ball more, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, I think it's hard. It's hard as a dad to sit back um luckily i get to coach her a little more because you know i'm in the room 
but yeah. I do try not to step on her coach's toes, you know, and not be like overbearing because I've got enough coaching responsibility in our program. I don't need to jump in there at the elementary school kids, you know, when it's not needed. So, um, does your coach know? Does does her coach know that you're a bothering boy though? I don't. I don't think so. He would be begging you if he knew. You know that, right? Well, he coaches with me right now because I'm our head club coach. So, you know, we're getting we're gearing up for, like I said, our freestyle state Greco tournament is this weekend. So, um, so you know, we're gearing those kids up ready for that all ages. So, you know, we'll have you know, kindergarten through twelfth graders wrestling this weekend. So we'll be we'll be rocking and rolling. Uh, shout out to Cooper Nori, also one of my former wrestlers. He'll be wrestling at UWW Juniors this weekend. So go Coop. Um, but oh, you're gonna love that. Um, <clears throat> so some things have been changing. Obviously, like I said, you got a baby on the way. Um, you know, your the fight library is really kicking into gear. You you've been kind of letting us know behind the scenes some good stuff that you're getting into. Um, you've had some good articles coming out. You know, you you faked a, or you had a you had an interview with a fake Austin DeSanto. Uh, why don't you I was hoping this came up. How, how, how about you tell us about that a little bit? Because number one, I brought this up to you that it was fake. It was you who saved me. I saved you. Like I didn't I was like man because you normally you know you told me about how the way you like go about like getting your interviews and i was like does austin DeSanto have social media because that was like his whole thing like not having it so i like looked into it and i found it dude i was cracking up i was like dropping my daughter off at school we were sitting in the drop-off line and i am cracking up like she was like what is so funny and i'm like i you wouldn't understand <laughs> but it, it was amazing so tell us the whole thought process what happened and <laughs> All right, so for anyone who wants to pause this and go read the article first, it's out for free on Rockfin. You can find me at Fight Library there. Um, it's a hilarious article. So I'm, I'm going to take it from the, from the top. Um, so when I go for interviews, it doesn't matter if it's for MMA, wrestling, uh, like some, I just did judo Pan Americas I covered. Um, when I'm trying to interview a fighter, I go through Instagram or some other social media app and I send them a direct message. Um, and I say, hey, congratulations, Austin, on the great season. Um, All-American came up a little short against Dayton Fix, but it was a, it was a good, good season you had. Uh, must be nice being back from the pandemic. I'd like to interview you 10, 15 minutes tops, or we can go through email direct messages, and we can, you know, roll from there. And uh, I sent it out to, I think, everybody who placed top three in, in – uh, the NCAAs, and I get a few back, you know, um, I've got a couple other ones I've reached out to as well, and it takes a couple days sometimes, because Instagram's DMs doesn't always go to the main inbox, right, uh -huh. so a few days later, he texts me, and he's, uh, he messaged me back on Instagram, and he says, I would love to do an interview, can we do it through DMs? And that's not anything normal for me. Uh, it's not anything um, abnormal for me, I should say, because some fighters, I, uh, I do a lot of Brazilian because of mixed martial arts. That's real big in, in Brazil and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because, um, you know, it's in the name. 
<laughs> but you, you did I'm like, sure, let's go. that way, right? Banana at that. I did yeah. Bajring. Yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't speak English. I did Bajring, the legendary icon goat himself. Um, so I say, sure, I'll send you some questions. So I send him some questions and he sends them back. And I'm like, these questions, these answers are bizarre. He talked about punching Spencer Lee and stealing. Uh, <laughs> he called him little man and shit. Little, <laughs> a little man can wrestle. <laughs> I was like, what? This is funny. So I message you guys. I'm like, hey, bro, I don't know. I don't know what, uh, what's going on, but like Austin DeSanto is weird. And y'all like, yeah, he's weird. It's like, yeah, I just did an interview with him. He like talked about beating up Spencer Lee and all that. It's all very, very weird. And I'm like, I get the answers back. Like I'm in the morning, it's the morning time. I, I sit on my toilet and I, I, you know, talk to a man about a horse while I'm scrolling through social media. And it's 5.30 in the morning and I'm half awake reading these answers. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I, I'm on the way to work and you text me, hey, I don't think that's the real Austin DeSanto. I'm like, oh my God, I just know, I know what just happened. That's insane. The, and some the, of the, the username gold. They were amazing. What was uh, the, the user? The username is Austin DeSanto69, which should have gave it away right there, right? <laughs> or the Zahid picture where he's got like bloodshot eyes. <laughs> Talked about him doing cocaine and shit. I, <laughs> I didn't go to Instagram. It, when I searched his name on Instagram, it popped up Austin DeSanto. I'm like, okay, this is the one. Uh, it's weird. He doesn't have a lot of followers, but okay. Um, he said he wants to go into priesthood after wrestling. <laughs> Ah. oh so, shit that's like, hilarious crap. i just i'm not I'm, this is an amazing story i'm not gonna waste it i'm gonna write this up as if it were a real interview and put a preface at the beginning and explain my story and it blew up on social media it was it was super fun to do and uh I, honestly it was one of my favorite pieces i've ever done because it's just the, the story behind it's funny i and then the the hawkeye wrestling club started stealing my shtick with him and i was like oh it's cool he's kind of yeah fun at me. yeah they kind of yeah they kind of got it. got mad almost it seemed like they were a little butthurt about it why Steaming, like, i don't like, understand like you know how it is those iowa people always have a chip on their shoulder a little bit so um but they almost seemed a little like well we're gonna do the, like throwing shade at you and then like the guy from nc state they're their director of communications or whatever he was like uh, kind of was like well this is why you contact us <laughs> like like trying to like give you shit about it and you're like screw it you never email you never email people back no director of communications ever emailed me back and b i have greater success through dms and i've gotten you know uh world champions in boxing and ufc champions and you know kyle dake through dms so uh yeah go ahead tell me how to go ahead and get interviews because i don't know what i'm doing yeah, that's the thing. It's like you've had success. You've you've interviewed you've uh, interviewed some big names, and you've had some really insightful and good interviews. Just doing it your way. Why would you change it? You know, I'm. Oh having, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm gonna have to start going through some SIDs here with my new gig at Intermat. How um, do you like Intermat? Shout out to Willie. Shout out to Willie Sailor, and more importantly, shout out to Earl Smith. Um, Earl. I'm out. No, I'm taking my shout out back because Will is going in on Prince for some reason right now. I know. Fuck that. Like Prince is amazing. 
the best Super Bowl halftime show of all time is Prince. All time. And I'm not saying that just because it happened when the Colts won the Super Bowl. That was amazing. Like, he did it in the rain. Like, dude, that was so dope. Like, he had those heels on. Like, dude, it was dope. Like, I, I know <laughs> that, you know, Prince is Prince, right? It's easy yeah. to make fun of Prince, but Prince was amazing. Amazing guitar player, amazing vocalist. A lot of, a lot of good Just stuff from Prince. Musician in general. Right. That's for sure. But Willie doesn't know anything about music. I'm just going to throw <laughs> so that out me, there. <laughs> tell me about Intermat, man. I, I know Willie bought a steak or bought them out or something like that. So Willie, from that Willie bought Intermat from the guys that had run it. And Intermat was like the biggest wrestling media site for a long time like it was wrestling on the internet like you always went to internet for your rankings you always like i'm pretty sure they had message boards back in the day um, i have a i have a post on the internet already actually really unless he nuked it yeah I, I i did one with quincy monday uh last season oh okay Huh. It might not be up anymore. If that's the case, I can put it on my website. But anyways, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean I to interrupt. No, you're fine. Um, but anyway, you know, I years ago, Willie, when he was working for Flow, said that, you know, Intermat should be ahead of everybody because of the position they were in. It's almost like a um like a Skype Zoom situation where like going into the pandemic and all this like video audio like meeting stuff, like you would think Skype should have been like the the ones to be in position to take like the market share of that like the 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 king's ransom of all that like mm -hmm. but zoom stepped in and kind of became this whole like juggernaut mm -hmm. well flow kind of did that to intermat in a way well i think he saw right. an opportunity to buy intermat bought him and now he hired earl smith who has run a couple different websites and he's been on my show a bunch of times and just a swell dude. I love that dude to death. He um he hired him to be the editor and kind of run the day-to-day -day while he does Matt Scouts. So Willie will continue to do Matt Scouts, which is his high school ranking premium type of stuff on Rockfin. And then he will let Intermat be its own thing. So is he going into the uh the streaming world when it comes to Intermat? Is that what he's doing? I don't is going think after so right now. Neck? At least right now he's not but right now you know flow is getting drowned out by content from internet um, yeah you guys are putting out a lot of stuff and he's getting good stuff. people <laughs> and it's dude there's an all-star lineup of people like in the community writing for him and it is it's amazing well, Willie's done a good job. He's he's put his name out and he's he's built a good audience. And like when you look at how he's built his audience, people follow him wherever he goes to like Rockfin and stuff. And when he says, "Hey, I own part of or if not whole, I don't know the the whole deal behind it, but I own Internet," um, people are gonna follow him, you know. And Absolutely. it's a subscription thing, if I'm not mistaken. If I checked, well, it there, out, there's free means, and subscription stuff like. Um, <clears throat> the article they put out today that I contributed to about the NFL draft was a premium mm -hmm. article, which I have no problem. A lot of people have problems with premium articles because they think, uh, well, I shouldn't have to pay to read the news. Well, you know, the thing is, guys out there listening, if you're listening and you're one of those people that complain about 
paying for things like you know people have to make a living you like you want this news and you want these like coverages and you want them to be at the tournaments get interviews video interviews you know there it takes money to do that it's a business at the end of the day you know and right. and earl is a great mind for content and it just meshes so well and earl is already hitting it out of the park um the main thing that i'm going to be working on is big 10 coverage um so i'll be kind of working on that it's my area of the country so um and then i can do kind of some freelance stuff i already wrote one article um about uh, the olympic trials about kind of the human aspect of it less so about the wrestling um and uh it seemed to get some positive um some positive feedback and i i told people that that was like my tryout like my intermat tryout so i'm glad yeah. it worked out for me and i and i have a spot so i'm glad to be on the winning team as i said on twitter um there's a lot of good stuff that's going to be coming i i think um i have some ideas that i'm going to run by earl here soon and hopefully he'll run run with them um I'm hoping maybe to do some video stuff as well. Uh, maybe go to campuses that are around me, you know, Illinois, Ohio State, Indiana, Purdue, Michigan, Northwestern, those type of schools yeah. that are right here in my vicinity <clears throat> that I can get to pretty easily. I'd like to be able to, you know, do some, like um, Earl just went down to North Carolina, did some of that stuff. I'd like to be able to um, maybe do some of that for them. Um, but we'll see. So I do, I do a lot of event coverages through the fight library too. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have anything really comes to Louisiana, but Biloxi has a lot of bare knuckle boxing events and I go to a lot of those and it's super fun, man. Just going and watching events. I mean, you went to the, you didn't, you went to the Olympic trials. Right. And yeah. so you know exactly what I'm talking about, oh, but like it's, you know, you build good connections, you meet fighters and, and, and wrestlers and all that. And, it's just it's different you know being sitting behind a computer watching it you know you get a better view sure but man being there it's it's different and that's what it's i really yeah i like watching two people compete whether it be an mma wrestling boxing lithway whatever crazy sport dombe you know i'm um, watching two people compete against each other in combat it's like man i love it it's it's really what what makes this fun and i like talking to these people and picking their brains and stuff and, and seeing what, you know, what makes an Olympian, you know, like, yeah. um, I, it's just, it's interesting to me and, and getting to see that, like, if you're, you covering the big 10 from like a college level, man, that's like watching GSP before he was in the UFC. You know what I mean? It's awesome. That's kind of the truth, but in a way it's like before and after, the UFC like or like before and during because like in a way college wrestling is the top college wrestling is the top dog in in America right now. Yeah. So in a way it's like those stars that get built through their college teams and through the NCAA that star power remains with them because of college, not because of international glory you know what i mean right hale sanderson when he won four ncw titles he was undefeated his star power probably could didn't wasn't going to get any bigger even with the olympic gold medal that just kind of added to the lore right 
Um, yeah. Because people are so rabid about their fan bases that things like on the international scene really don't matter as much to them. I do think that's changing because of media exposure, because of, you know, flow and, and things like that, having that media coverage and the video coverage and and then, you know, now Intermat and, you know, Willie doing his stuff on Rockfin and Fight Library. <clears throat> Fight Library doing their stuff. You know, you're, you you have a lot of good interviews with guys and and, um, you know, it, it's really exciting. And I think, you know, internationally, it's just going to grow. I think Freestyle and Greco will continue to grow here. And, um, you know, those guys will will have that exposure. Women's wrestling is going to get more exposure. Um, I really need to do a better job myself getting women on here and talking to them. I told myself at the beginning I would highlight people that maybe haven't been highlighted by um, the bigger um, – you know the bigger outlets and i kind of have let myself kind of fall flat on that and i need to get back on it i already have people i want to bring on and i need to just get them on here and uh, talk to them so but make sure it's not make sure it's not 69 though yeah i'll just make sure it's not fake um i need to reach out to a couple people i know um some of the greco guys some of the girls they'll they they they'd love to be on because they they want to tell their story you know um, a guy like Jesse Porter, who made the Olympic team at 77 kilos, who was the, who was seated dead last in the bracket. You know, what a story that is like, and it's I talked about story, it a couple yeah. weeks ago. I'm like, you know, he was always kind of like second fiddle to like a guy like Kamal Bay, who had made a couple world teams and was a junior world champ, like, like things like that. Just such a cool story. Have you, did you reach out any to, to any of the Olympians? Yeah, I, I've got, um, let's see none really responded because they're they're getting ready for the olympics and they kind of uh um you know they're concentrating on getting ready for that i did have jangelo hancock talk to me a little bit yeah um greco he's he's pretty cool i'm trying to cinch up a time with him to do some some questions and stuff he's currently training like a madman though and like like i said i get it he's he's getting ready for the olympics i'll be focusing on every single medalist in all three styles after the olympics so mm -hmm. you can catch me some coverage on that i don't discriminate nationality um i right. like my team usa of course uh but if somebody from argentina uh, Becca Lamtazde from Georgia or whoever medals yeah. bronze. I want to hear that. Like, um, for example, yesterday, I believe it was, I dropped an interview with the first ever women's medalist from Brazil in a single person sport. I had a chance to speak with her and it was, it was pretty cool hearing that story. And I like, you mentioned earlier, those stories are great. And uh, Olympians, like I'm, I'm mainly mixed martial arts, but there's just something about an Olympian that's like different, you know? Yeah, Olympians are so different because like, especially like combat sport Olympians, you know, your judo and your, you know, your taekwondo, your wrestling, you know, your boxing. Karate now. Karate now. You know, those guys are amateurs. You know, they do get paid a little bit probably. I don't know about the other martial arts wrestlers who get paid now. They're, they're starting to make a little bit of money. That way they can train, but it's not a lot of money. It's not like the NBA players that go play in the Olympics. No. You know what I mean? It's not like these gymnasts that get these huge endorsement deals. You know? 
yeah, they have they have this mindset. They they don't. It's not about money to them. It's 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 the old gladiator mindset to prove that they are the best right. in the world. To them, the pinnacle um, is the Olympic Games. Like yeah, and Jordan Burroughs talked about it on Joe Rogan's podcast too. Not all of them. All of most of them know they're not going to win, but like some kid yeah. from Chile, some yeah. kid from Chile gets the chance to go to Tokyo this year. Yeah. You know he's going to remember that for the rest of his life just because he's good at kicking in taekwondo or uh-huh. a guy from George, the country of georgia a very poor country gets to go to tokyo you know right sponsored by the state and by the olympics that's that's a great thing and um like the olympics is literally the pinnacle of sport even over if tyson fury and anthony joshua were boxing it's still over that you know right. it's right it's, it's something about it i love it yeah, and that's the thing. Like, there's always going to be those huge events. You know, the big boxing fight, the big MMA fight, the big the Super Bowl, the World Cup. You know, whatever. But the Olympics is so special. It comes Summer Olympics, especially once every four years. You know, you you get the best of the best in each sport, and you know they're just getting after it. And I hate that it's become what it has. You know, with the commercialization and mm-hmm. about making money and like, and not just being about pure sport. Um, yeah, but like I, I think with the Olympics, I think what they do really well, the Olympics, like, the world doesn't like each other. People right. don't like each other in the world. You know, the Olympics brings everyone together in a language that they all understand sport. Every country on the planet has sport. And, you know, I just wrote a piece today about um, a judoka out of Iran. Like he, uh, he was ordered in 2018 judo world championships to lose a fight because, uh, or lose a match because he, he was going to face Israeli. an Israeli match. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. That happens. In and yeah. Yeah. But he like exposed Iran and had to flee the country, got asylum in Germany, eventually uh-huh. Mongolian citizenship. But like, the entire world rallied around him until the point to where the International Judo Federation banned Iran for four years for something that was clearly wrong. And guess what? The guy he was supposed to go loot, not uh, to avoid like judoing with, I don't know what it's called. Um, they're friends now. They train together. Wow. It's and amazing. Israel's really good at judo, aren't they? They're supposed sure to be. I'm not really sure. They got strong. Yeah, I read an article about it today. There's like judo's also. I forget you do. A, you did a lot of judo back in the day too, huh? Yeah, I was a I was a judo player back in the day too. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Israel's pretty good. Um, if I remember correctly, I've I've kind of been out of the scene for a minute. Um, but yeah, the the Iran Israel thing is something that's happened in wrestling too. Um. And I'm pretty sure Iran is not the only um, is not the only country that does that. I think, and I could be wrong. I, I I could be totally out of pocket here. I think like Lebanon, they have they forfeit to somebody as well. It might be Israel. I can't remember. So because something happened with. Um, with the uh, Avenator from Michigan, where mm-hmm. he was gonna like quit the the national team, 
Yeah. And then like be over that. Like like he was like, I'm not wrestling for them anymore. You know, he he made a statement about it. I, I wish I had that, but I don't. But yeah, the whole thing and this nothing is gonna ever happen to Iran and wrestling because they're too good. <laughs> Very good. But they're trying though. They are the uh, the wrestling community is trying, especially after Navid Afkari oh, got murdered. I know, dude. It, it won't happen. Dude, that... It won't happen. They have been... The IOC has been getting heat for not just that. Like, I've been covering since, since Navid was killed. I've been covering Iran in depth. Um, just their their mistreatment of athletes, because I think that's a, a language, like I said, everybody can understand. And, dude, since just... That was in September, Right. Since then, they've killed, I believe, five, four or five athletes, a boxer, uh, a wrestler, another wrestler besides Navid. And then they've also jailed a Paralympian. A bodybuilder has had to sew his mouth shut because in a hunger strike because he was severely tortured. Now he's paralyzed. Um, awful. Yeah, it, it's, it's out of touch. Yeah, if somebody's out of touch there. You're absolutely right. And I'm not trying to lash out against the people there. It's the government. No, no, the people don't want that. The people don't want it at all. It's overwhelming support against, but what can they do, you know? Yeah. Um, so speaking of this whole situation, last year, dumbfuck Christian Piles, um, he, he, he tried to lobby that United World Wrestling just separate Israel and Iran. Just separate them. <laughs> That's like the what an idiot. Like that's fixing matches, literally. Like literally fixing the draw so that way, you know, they can continue to be, you know. Why would you want that? Yeah, I, I just I don't understand. He's an idiot. Everybody knows it. He's not credible. Just one of the many reasons why. <laughs> not credible is I think my favorite meme that came out of that whole trial. Yeah, the not credible thing is the best thing to ever come out of that trial. Um, Plank flows stocks immediately. It was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was the best. Who did I say the, the other fact day? That we incredible. lived through that the whole Willie trial thing, and then that came out of it. That was the best amazing. part of it. It really amazing. was amazing. What a saga that was. That was that. Honestly, that was good for wrestling. It was great for wrestling. It, it got it, so it, much. That's young. why we are where we are right now. Like that whole thing. Let Willie go. Right. And then he was able to work again, and then by Intermat, which, like, put it because like Flo had been weighing everything down. Like Flo was cool. doing their thing, and then they bought track. They bought track wrestling, and everybody mm -hmm. just let out a big groan. Uh, it was bad. I know it was bad. People were like, "Are you kidding me? Like, are they going to try to monopolize like the wrestling? You know, the media world? Like, what are they doing?" And then when Willie buys Intermat, that just gives wrestling media shot in the arm it kind of you know it helps you know it helps and it gives people choices i mean they had choices but intermat right now is flooding with content they are they are just pushing right. stuff out and i am 100 for it i think i'm going to try to write something this week and i've got a couple ideas um but you know, our, our friend Jake, Jacob Ferriot, he's going to be putting out some articles here soon. Um, oh, I love it. 
you know, I know Ed, there have been talks about Ed maybe kind of jumping ship from a certain MMA website, not the fight site, but another one that he has worked for um, really? and doing some stuff for Intermat. And then um, oh, he would like that more, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. the certain MMA site he's on is pretty brank, pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I heard some rumblings that Jagger might be doing some stuff. You know, we just, you know, we've got oh, Flo would shut down immediately if, if if Jagger joins. Oh, I know. It's, Game it's over. It's amazing. Um, so what else, what you got coming down the pipe here? Any wrestling stuff? Um, yeah, I'm I'm still working out with Deacon and Trent Hydley about a couple of interviews, and I had one more. I can't remember. Oh, uh, Schroeder. Devin Schroeder said he's always okay. down to help a fellow Bodring boy out. Oh yeah. Bro. Um. Tell that yeah, dude. so I got Tell I got him. those in the works. You should send him a text and be like, "Hey, my boy wants to write an article on you about for Intermat because I really do." Okay, I'll I'll link y'all two up. You want to link up? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll definitely get y'all linked up. That's not a problem at all. Um, but yeah, so I've I've got a couple of that. I kind of I was going to do a bunch of NCAA stuff. I kind of laid low on it. Uh, work kind of got crazy and. All that. So I'm going to be mainly looking forward to the Olympics next. I think that's going to be my next wave of um, of of wrestling stuff. I I got some judo coming for sure, uh, which is really fun. I'm trying to branch out into more fringe sports too, like chidalba and uh, some dambe and uh, I forget what the other ones are. But I'm trying to branch out into more wrestling stuff. Fight Fight Library is is basically meant to honor not just mixed martial arts or boxing or wrestling, it's all combat sports. So uh, I've kind of backed off from the MMA coverage as much. Most of that goes on Rockfin now, um, and and the rest of that will be you know kind of telling stories. And I, I want to turn it into more of a story thing than anything. Um, I ran coverage on my MMA news. Also got just bits and pieces of opinions coming on there. Um, but wrestling, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit more sparse until uh, the Olympics. I'm I'm kind of pacing out Deacon and Hydley and Schroeder. I'm gonna push them a little bit down the line. That way, I can get that. I did a I did do an interview on my YouTube channel with uh, Jake Woodley out of Oklahoma, though. Okay. Yeah, and that's a pretty good one. He's a good 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 t- chat. He uh, all American and what have you. Really good interview. You interviewed our boy oh. Charles Small. Not that, long. Was, uh, that was my next one. Charles yeah. Small um, made his run in the NCAA tournament at a Hofstra, and that was my favorite one for sure. Um, Charles is just, you know, he's he's our boy. He's our good dude and our fellow Bajrang boy. I love him to death. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Shout out to Charles Small. Um, I have a great article idea about him. I think um, just telling his story would be great. But I'm going to see if um, – the EIWA correspondent for Intermat wants it first. I'm going to let him kind of, so that way it doesn't look like I'm stepping on their toes, you know, but. Um, if not, that way it has a home in the library. Um, but yeah, um, it, it should be, it's going to be fun. I, I'm excited to put some content out. I've been kind of itching for it. Um, and it's nice to have a place like Intermat to do that. And, and uh, I'm glad you're doing your thing you know what maybe one of these days you'll jump over to intermat do some wrestling stuff i've already been on intermat my friend i'm way ahead of you well i mean the new intermat the new intermat the new improved shiny I thought about intermat it. i thought about hitting up william but hey bro i need some uh i need little. some 
or yeah, I can hit up Earl. I think I've talked to Earl when I did my Quincy Monday post. Um, I think it was him. I'd have to go back and look, but yeah, it's like, hey man, I'm just, let me do a little, well, little Earl, guest post Earl's on the charge for a month. So, oh, never mind. So it was somebody else. It was one of the old guard. Yeah, yeah, he took over on April first. So twenty nine thirty days exactly. So, but, <laughs> so draft NFL draft started tonight when we're recording. If we were having a draft, just me and you. Uh oh. Okay. We get to pick one Bajring boy. Who's your number one overall pick right now? Uh first of all, you get the number one overall pick because I'm a I'm a higher seed in the playoffs than you. So go ahead. Who's your number one pick? My number one overall pick is Sam Egan. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Y'all two love easy. each other. It's too easy, bud. Let's see. Number one Dang, pick. Number one pick is going to be Gabe Townsell. Okay. That, damn, that's a good one. Because he constantly sends me music before he releases it, and I love it, and it's all I good. Every I single thing he, he sends me is great. I wish that fucker would send me stuff. I've brought him on my podcast several times. No music for you. I tell you about I all, dude. I tell you about the people that like listen to this podcast. Like they they obviously don't want to listen to me talk about social issues. They want to just talk to. They want to listen to me and everybody else talk like shit about wrestling and like just be goofballs like every other podcast out there. That like so Gabe and then Nate Jackson are my lowest viewed podcasts that I've put. Are you out. serious? I'm being dead serious. Wow, that's ridiculous. It is so crazy to me. I don't understand because those are like two of my better interviews. Like, yeah, definitely. Like Gabe is such a good interview. Nate is such a cool guy and a good interview. Like it's just like Gabe is so smart and like the way he puts things and just the like, way he looks at things. Like how could you not want to listen to him? Like like people – I just feel like people don't know. I'm just chalking it up to that. Yeah. I'm not chalking it up to people being dumb. I had him on my show, and it was really, really insightful into the mind of a wrestler slash musician. I love that. One of my favorite episodes. How's your uh, Schultz interview sit as in, in comparison to the rest of them? Um, it is – last time I checked, it's number one still. Yeah. And it still gets views every week. It still gets listens every week. I don't know That's why. That's great. That's exactly it's weird. Like, but – the, the NCAA previews I did with like Jagger and Jake and Pelican Head and you know and all those guys Rhino and where we were just like Jack you know we're on there talking shit and like kind of feeding off each other those are probably the highest ones mm-hmm. that I've had and that's because you know obviously you have five six people on at a time they're all gonna tweet it out even though they all tweet it out anyway every week they all retweet mine but like right. For some reason, like those group podcasts just bring those people in. I don't know why. Like I had people talking shit to me afterwards, like like about my picks and stuff. Like like I said, Minnesota <laughs> was gonna do bad, and then they did better than people thought. Like way better. I, I shit on that, and I admit it. Like, what do you want me to do? But I mean, it looked like they weren't gonna do very well. But hey, what are you gonna do, right? I mean, they had a national champ. They had a couple other All Americans, which really helped out, but. You know, I had people like, oh, you should have you sleeping on Minnesota. And that made me realize that, like, 
maybe I have made it as a wrestling journalist, not like a real journalist, but like a wrestling journalist when people are like ready to call out my bullshit. <laughs> That's a yeah, yeah. <laughs> like fans yeah, of, of teams that I don't care about are like, hey, you said hey, those Minnesotans are joke different right now, asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing well, at least you're not interviewing fake people, so that's all good. I've had some interesting interviews, though. Very, I love all of them. Like, looking back on my first like five or six episodes, like, you know, I interviewed a guy with no name. I forgot well, about that. You Trunk, totally did. Trunk is amazing. That dude is so cool. Very insightful about his time there at school. And then, you know, Bulldog, another guy without a name. A great one. A great interview. Very insightful about addiction and things like that. And then I've had Pelican Head on, who literally doesn't have a name, even though I almost ruined that on air. Um, I don't know. It's just some interesting things have happened the show and then you've had fellow or not fellow, not fellow but you've had legendary olympian mark schultz which is amazing wild yeah it's wild yeah i still well, can't believe that happened i can and i loved it it was awesome it was, a, it was amazing it really was i loved that interview it's one of my favorites of all time period yeah he just he went wild like i just let him i gave him enough rope to hang himself which I think is the he best way to interview people. And he didn't hang himself. He he like gave you a really like a good interview. You know, it was perfect. I would say he hung himself a couple times <laughs> with some of the I shit he said. Remember. Well, he might have. He did say that uh, women's college coaches recruit their own lovers because they're like, oh yeah, he did say okay, stuff. Yeah, he and like, what else did he say? He said some other shit like that. And I was like. He said he was like part Neanderthal. His mom was like 50% Neanderthal or something. And I'm like, how is that even make sense? I was like, 50%? (laughs) Like, I may not even been that high, but still, it was like a really high number to me at the time. Maybe it's not actually, but like. I wouldn't deny that though. I wouldn't be like, oh, well, that's probably not true. It's Mark Schultz. It might be true. (laughs) I mean, look at him. And then after our interview, he pulled his teeth out. Yeah, that's weird. I hope he gets. I hope he gets some help, dude. I do too. He, he deserves it. He is genuinely, I think, a good man, but he struggle. He has some mental health issues, and I, I, do, I hope agree. he gets I some help so if he can. You know, if he ever needs anything, I hope he knows he can reach out to me. He did follow me on Instagram. He made an Instagram, followed me, and like he never <laughs> posts, and he doesn't have any <laughs> followers. It's so weird. You have a Mark Schultz. You have the only. You are the only person. But is he really on Instagram? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, because I told I told the chat it's Mark Schultz. I told the chat one time I was like, dude, Mark Schultz just made an Instagram. He has no followers. Me and Sam both followed him. Nobody else followed him. I felt bad. I was like, Dana White. Dana White follows him. Nah, really? Yes. That's Rudy's following. Oh my gosh, UFC follows him. Cejudo. USA Wrestling, Khabib and Conor McGregor follow him. What? Are you fucking shit? You are among 23 people, and guess what? I'm going to follow him right now. Holy shit. That is amazing. <laughs> that is crazy. Oh, I didn't realize it was like that. That's amazing. Like, 
there's not many people in the world that follow Mark Schultz on Instagram. You and Conor McGregor are one of them. (laughs) That is crazy. Holy shit. What? What? Do you like my new profile picture on stuff? I love it. I I love the black and white with the uh the neon yellow Contrast. color. I was thinking that earlier. I've I've told myself I could compliment you on it. That is, I don't know why. I just was like, you know what? I've seen other profile pictures like this, and I'm just gonna do it just for for shits and gigs. Do it. Just for shits do and gigs. <laughs> okay, let's see who the Patriots draft here. They're drafting right now. I just want to be able to give Rhino shit here. Poor Rhino. He's not going to quit. He left the chair. He was mad. Are they up to the yeah, stand they, right now? Yeah, they're on the scene. It says McCorkle. I don't... Oh. Tell me the Patriots drafted a kicker in the first round. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I'll be listening. He'd be on suicide watch. Uh, Ian Book is still on the on the board for bro. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Who are they picking? Come on. Come on. I hope they pick that kid from Alabama. LSU. Always pick somebody from LSU. It never fails. It's a good idea. Oh, my God. It's going to be the kid from Alabama. Is it? I think so. No. I just – I can't do Alabama. Wow. Is it? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. They're going to suck okay. for the next 10 years, I hope. Belichick retires in the next four. Screw them. Screw the Patriots. Sorry if there are any Patriot fans out there. I'm a Colts fan. And yeah, you guys have beaten us a lot. But you know what? I don't care. Screw you. You sold your soul for those rings, and we all know it. So, um, <laughs> Blaine, I love you, my brother. I think that's all the time we have today. I love um, you, too. Um, let's do something together soon. Yes. Let's collaborate on something. I want to start collaborating with my friends on more projects. On what? I don't know. But we could do something for Rockfin. We could do something like a special podcast. We could do like an article. I don't know. We we should do something. Something having to do with like wrestling, MMA. I don't know. Historical stuff. I like historical stuff. I think, you know, looking back through a lens is important, but we should definitely collaborate on something soon. If you're up to it, I am always down to go to Pound Town with the Bajrang boys. Holy crap! Ray Cooper just killed somebody on PFL. Anyways, yeah, I, I'm down for uh for for that because that sounds amazing. Okay, all right. Well, why don't you tell the people where they can find you on social media? Check me out. Check me out on Twitter. Fight not fight. Oh my gosh! Check me out on Twitter. <laughs> Blaine Henry PFL. And then you can check my website, fight-library.com, and Fight Library everywhere. It's YouTube, Rockfin, Twitch, all that. So, And you can find me at Air Early on everything. You can follow um, the podcast, Twitter, and Instagram at changinglvls. This has been episode 30. Um, take care of yourselves. Love one another. 
Enjoy senior nationals this weekend. Enjoy junior nationals this weekend. Um, we'll be back next week with episode 31. Much love. Peace out to all of you.